When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Franny Benali, and you're listening to In That Number. And then they lift one over the top for Danny Ings. He's in the box. Oh, to his left foot. It's brilliant. Oh, it's a Checking out in that number with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush and my co host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt84. Follow the show at Number Podcasts on Twitter, in that number podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to in that number podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of In That Number, episode 84. Uh, this week, we will be previewing the season with a very special guest, Matt Markstone from Southampton Delivery Podcast. We're going to chat pre-season signings, kits, sponsors, most probably, uh, predictions and heaps more. We also have the thoughts of Matt Swallow to help us preview our first opponent's Crystal Palace at Salhurst Park next weekend. Uh, but before our guest, my co-host, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. All right, Kev, you bender. All right, Ray, you juicy quim. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. How are you? Yeah, grand. Um, it doesn't seem like a week since we've uh, been talking to each other. It's kind of flown by. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Um, the academic year has started, so, um, yeah. Busy, busy. going to be busy again, yeah, and I don't know... When I'll be able to take a break from it, but hopefully soon. But the weather's been nice, at least. It's, it's 
I kind of accepted that it's autumn already, that summer's over and sort of, you know, 20 degrees in the day, a little chilly at night, but just generally fine. It's getting a bit chilly now over here, yeah. but, but it's How's your today. Busy? It's good. It's been all right. It's been busy again. But um, I had, you know, I had a dream the other night that I wanted to share, right? Oh, God, it's not dirty, is it? No, not this time. Um, <laughs> right. Saints. Yeah, it was a dream about Saints. We beat Brentford in the FA Cup third round. Oh. It was nice. It was a nice dream. But but you know what? That's where my mind's at. It's like most people dream of their team winning the World Cup or the league or something, but not me. I had a vivid dream about Saints reaching the fourth round of the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, that's a wet dream and a half, isn't it? (laughs) But that was it. I thought I'd share that. So if if we do, in fact, draw Brentford in the Cup, there you go. Stake stake your entire savings on it. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, before we get going with with our guests, I just want to say to you, Kevin, that last week completely slipped my mind. Uh, Our predictions from last season was won by you. Just, 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 just. Um, by virtue mm. of, of, of Paris Saint-Germain going further than Man City in the Champions League. That was it. But, uh, but yeah, well done. Um, I guess I'll have to yeah. get you next time. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll have to make the rules a lot clearer this season um, for what points go for what and how we decide in the event of a tiebreaker and that sort of thing. But yeah, it was very interesting. Yes, it was close. It was close in the end. Mm. Um, anyway... Uh, Let's bring in our guest, host of Southampton Delivery Podcast, Matt Markstone. Matt, welcome back to In That Number. Yeah, thanks for having me back, guys, even after my uh, poor Champions League prediction, which uh, you were <laughs> oh, so yeah. kind of to remind me of in, in the chat there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, you, that's that's uh, that's that's what it's for. I, mean, I think I you said actually it. said, yeah, I'm going to say, I don't think Bayern Munich are going to win the Champions League because they don't score enough. I think their uh, <laughs> yeah. semi-final was pretty... Uh... I do I do just want to say, <laughs> like, at the point that I said that, they did start off pretty poorly, and then they went through a couple of changes. Um, and when I saw when I said that, they had just lost to Arsenal in a preseason right. friendly where they had mostly their first team out. So I would say yeah. that's I'm just trying to cover myself a little bit, but there's no real coming back from that, I don't think. That was understandable. Understandable. Who did you predict to win the Champions League? I think Manchester City. Yeah, we both did, Matt. We both uh, went Man City, yeah. But yeah. It seemed like a safe option. Like it didn't seem like a crazy thing to say at the time. <laughs> no, certainly not. Um still doesn't. I was having a chat with Kev before we come on actually, and is this your hat trick appearance? Or is this your fourth? I can't remember. That's a good question. I I know for sure it's been three. This might be four. I'm not sure. Ah, then we, okay. We didn't send a match ball to uh, to you last time, so maybe we should get it out to him now, Kev. Okay. Yeah. In that All number right. ball, winging its way to Southern California right now. All right. All right. Well, I'll send one as well. <laughs> yes. our, our balls are on their way. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> if you want to just send a picture instead, it might get here faster, given everything's going on with the post office. Uh, yeah, but, you know. um, yeah, anyway, let me start off by saying thank you for joining us today, because like, when I asked you, I was really, really selfish and I completely forgot about the time difference. And I thought, yeah, one o'clock would be fine. It should be should be cool. <laughs> Didn't realize that you what is it, you're eight hours behind. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, don't worry about it. It's totally, totally good. It's it's getting me ready for the season because next weekend I'm going to have to be up. Uh, significantly earlier than than normal, uh, just to be ready for the game. But but yeah, don't worry about it. I, it's my pleasure to come on here and chat with you guys, and I appreciate the the invite. Uh, we 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 love having you on. One of one of our uh, one of our favorites. Yeah, you sound incredibly fresh for five a.m. I'd be like The Walking Dead. <laughs> I went to bed early last night, uh, 
on, well, on purpose. I went to bed yeah. about eight thirty. So you know, I I got to do my my homework before. Otherwise, oh, otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah, we, we we've chatted via social media text, and but we haven't actually spoke probably since the pandemic, um, and the the wildfires as well. So. How is everything in your part of the world now? Well, where I live specifically, we're okay. We're not on fire. Um, we're kind of – we do have a, a high number of uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 cases uh, in, in the area where I live, especially in the area where I teach, where all the kids come from from my school. We're, we're one of the, the hot spots uh, in, in our county, so we're kind, of, we're kind of stuck in terms of reopening. We're, we're kind of frozen right now. But um, you know, fire-wise, I have some family up north that are dealing with it. Uh, we did have a, like a week and a half worth of just uh, kind of a smoke so bad that you couldn't, you weren't supposed to go outside and do anything. But that's cleared up because the winds are, are back, kind of pushing it inland, which is still not great. But um, you know, we're okay. The rest of the state, it, you know, the, the, I think the second and third largest fires in California history, both of them are burning right now, which is oh, wow. just in, insane. It's crazy. Yeah, with me and Kevin actually have a buddy that lives. Well, he lives near you. I think it's near you. Anyway, my, my California geography is not great. Um, Santa Cruz. Okay, yeah, he lives he lives up north a little bit, but that's that's a nice place. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And he, he's he's posted pictures up on his um, Instagram and stuff. So I've seen what's going on and watching the news and stuff. It just looks horrific. It doesn't look real to me. It just it's yeah. Right. Wow. Well, and he's kind of uh, there is a fire, a couple of fires near him, and he's kind of stuck because he's got you know just a just a couple of ways out of of the beautiful place where he lives so hopefully he's doing all right he seems to be mm-hmm. fine yeah 2020 he's really got it in for us isn't it yeah yeah well it's almost over right can it just be done yeah that well, we nice. don't know what's coming next then, really. um what sort of provisions have you got for the, in the school then like um going back is it sort of back to normal or are there quite a few changes no no so normally uh the kids come every day we have a, a seven period day and so i would i would teach five classes and uh, have about 180 kids uh, a day in contact with them uh and we've gone back completely uh virtually and the students are only coming to class two days a week um so i only teach each class each class period once a week so huge change from like 180 uh or 185 con or 180 contact days with the kids each year to just uh it'll wind up being something like 32 contact days with each kid so it's a huge huge cut in what we're what we're doing so um, i'm completely on zoom um, if you're on campus, you have to wear a mask all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, most, most people aren't coming to campus. Most people are teaching from home. I am going in because it's, I have two kids who are zooming and a wife who's home during the day. And so it's just like, if I get out of here, I can concentrate and leave it at work. Otherwise it just turns into all day work and home. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work out for me. Yeah. Very, very wise, wise choice. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> but I have been able to ride my bike in, which is nice because, uh, I can just change my shirt when I get there, and nobody has to see that I'm wearing shorts. So it's been. And they're it's been all nice. masks. They won't be able to smell you anyway. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and we're and we're on Zoom. It doesn't matter. So it's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, before we get into Saints and their preparations, I just want to discuss the new laws regarding VAR. If you are interested, um, yeah. Referees will be encouraged to use their pitch side monitors instead of relying on voices from Stockley Park. Now, Kev. I like no, this I idea think. more, but I'm guessing you're going to hate it because of the time it's going to take. Uh, I mean, it takes time anyway, doesn't it, when they're sat in Stockley Park? But I mean, if they've got a little short video they can show him, uh, they can make the decision on the spot. That's fair enough, I think. Um, it'd be great if the fans were involved in it so that they could see what the referee no. does. 
as well. I don't like that. No? No. I, I mean, it's, it, it, I've said it so many times before, but it's like it's like the NFL. You go under a hood and, you, and you, you, you view it. It's just up to the referee. The fans don't get a say in that. And I think if it's the right decision, I don't care how long it takes. NFL games take long anyway, so as long as, as, long as it's the right decision. Okay you know my attitude towards the NFL in general anyway, but um, you, I mean, you, you've been to a match when there have been VR decisions, and it's just... Sure. Uh, it's, it just slows the game down. There's no excitement to Okay, well, it, maybe but, then I mean, they, should, they should look into getting some cheerleaders, to, you know. <laughs> while, while they're looking at VAR checks, just get, get, the, get the girls out. and a bit of pornography or something. Just keep, keep, keep them busy. <laughs> I mean, US TV coverage generally will broadcast some rather large, pale man with no shirt at, <laughs> at, during any, any commercial break. So, uh, you know, why, yeah. we'll just do more of that. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, and in regards to offsides, uh, previously, we weren't allowed to see the lines drawn on the screen. Uh, sorry, we were allowed to see the lines on the screen, but now they're going to stop that in hope for less you know, controversy, I suppose. But it's just a can of worms because, I, I mean, after the broadcast, we're going to see that anyway. Is it, is it just like delaying that anger? Because if there's an offside decision that goes against you and then you're going to see it after the game, it's going to make it worse, surely? as opposed to seeing it there and then. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think the only way that, we're, that the studios are going to show those lines if it backs up their decisions and if it proves that the officials were wrong, they're not going to be so eager to show it. I don't think there's going to be any controversy removed at all. I mean, I could just go up to my television with a tape measure and do it myself, couldn't I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just trying to take away as much controversy as they possibly can, I guess. Nah, it's not going to happen trying to make VAR appear more successful than it is. I think it's weird because, you know, they, they were they were going for transparency before, and now that they're – I mean, it, it <laughs> yeah. didn't work. But now that they seem to be removing that, so whether or not it actually is is, is doing that, it, that's what it looks like, and that's not great. Um, and, I, and I'm not sure – I mean, my only experience with being in a stadium is I couldn't get my phone to send a text message, let alone, like, <laughs> download a video from the Internet. Yes, so, that's true. I, I don't know how many fans are sitting there looking at the at the lines on their phone and then looking up and saying, yelling at the referee saying you got it wrong. Like I don't I don't know if that's a thing. I, I don't know, but um, I mean on TV last year you could see him actually being drawn. I think they said they're only going to show it if it if it does back up the referee's yeah. decision. But um, I, I mean I don't, I don't know how much good that's going to do. I I would say I am a, I am kind of a fan of of the referee going to the the monitor only for the the reason that he has seen it live or she has seen it live and so then they can use the 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 video that they're going to look at to kind of meld that with what they've already seen versus the guy in 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 the booth way you know on the other part in some other part of England is looking only at the video and so that it that could yeah. be uh, maybe a little bit different that's my only that's the only positive i can see um, some of our referees can take them a while to get there um, next time we have the new fitness test, like from a corner flag to the box or to, to the hood and back, um, that they're going to have to practice that. A <laughs> yeah, times. that's but, true. Uh, that, that would give me a fine, according to several books that I've read about uh, if I if I was a player or a manager and said that about a referee. But it would. I won't name anybody. <laughs> um, and I think we're going to see more penalty retakes uh, this season because of this VAR. Now we'll now monitor whether or not a keeper has moved up his line. Or encroachment, I suppose, as well. Encroachment, yeah. I mean... I, mean, I had to look at this again because I wasn't sure. I mean, I thought that was the rule anyway. I mean, I thought if if the, if the keeper moves up his line or if there is any encroachment, then the, the referee's going to say, well, there's a retake. And I thought, well, if VAR are going to look at this, and I thought, is it going to be a situation where 
I don't know, James Ward-Prowse puts it in the bottom corner. Keeper comes off his line, referee says retake it, and he takes it and misses it. But apparently VAR are only going to look at it or make him retake it if the penalty was missed. Not much of a difference there, then. Yeah, I think and the, the keeper has to play some part in that. If they, I think if they completely miss the target, Without the keeper doing anything, even if they're out their line, they won't. They won't make them redo it. It'll be. A, I'm glad Vieira wasn't around yesterday for the. Uh, you know, yeah. would have gotten England oh, a goal yeah. because Kane was onside, but it also may have gotten James Ward-Prowse in some trouble, given the. Uh, oh, the penalty scuff, the, yeah. The fantastic penalty scuff, which I just I saw it in real time. That's the only. I turned the game on for the last five minutes. I saw the best. The best part. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and he was just doing. It. I'm like, he's doing it again. Like he's just over there. Like talk, Like he has no business being in that no. position, and he's just. He's just going for it. So I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully behind the James Ward Prowse uh, stuff. I appreciate that. I mean, how many, how many players, Kev, are we going to see that take a penalty and sky it and be like, oh ref, he's moved off his line. You need to look at that. <laughs> oh no, God. It's I think, I think if uh, you know, I, I, I know in the in MLS and stuff, if they, they, they're not allowed to make the, uh, the, the, the TV box gesture at the referee at all, and I think that's the same in the Premier League. So yeah, they definitely that. will be able to do it this year. TV box, imaginary card. Yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Gonna have to look at VAR to see if he's making the VAR sign. <laughs> yeah, have to learn sign language to make sure he's not doing it in sign language. I mean. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, in, in England, right? The, the two fingers up, the V. That's not. That's a bad sign, right? So if you see that people is... doing that, that's that'll be. I'm just doing VAR, man. Just check VAR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Okay. Now let's um let's get on to why we're here, Saints. Um, actually, Kev, last time we recorded, news broke while we were recording that Mario Lamina and Harrison Reed both joined Fulham. That's fucking typical, isn't it? Because, I mean, we were catching up with news from the previous four weeks that we'd missed out on. And the day that we do it all, we took ages to collate all this news that we had together. And the biggest part of news happened while we were recording. Yep. So, yeah, brilliant. So we missed out on that. Another little bit I want to talk about is a Carabao Cup second round draw will be made today actually the third round will also be made with it um it's split into the north and south sections um but will remain unseeded uh changes to the cup competition this season we'll see a single-legged semi-final as well um we are ball number 21 in the south if you are looking out for that and incidentally the blue lot up the road are number 19 so who knows um second round tires we played on the 15th and 16th of september that's the Tuesday or Wednesday after the Crystal Palace game. So that'll be our second game of the season. That's very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that'll be after the Brentford game. Brentford Wickham, I think it is today. So after that, they're going to be showing the, uh, the, 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 the cup draw live. Uh, Kevin, shall we go to the... Brentford. Brentford. Yeah, yeah, there we go, yeah. Shall we go to the uh, transfer roundabout? Let's hop on. <laughs> then the transfer uh, roundabout uh so arrivals then kyle walker peters for 12 million quid from spurs and mohammed salisi from Real valladolid for 10.9 million uh departures we got pierre mohoiberg of course for spurs for 15 million harrison reed as we said mario lamina on loan um with an option to buy if they can avoid relegation alfie jones left on friday night to hold city and, of course, Ali Nisi already switched to Celtic until the end of the season. Tyreek Johnson also at Hartford Athletic. Matt, are you happy with the business, firstly, for Walker-Peters and Salisu? Yeah, yeah. I'm to- totally happy with people coming in. Um, I-, I would 
think that potentially another central midfielder would be in order, just given the fact that we're going to head into this, uh, basically hoping that uh, the three of, of Smallbone, Ward Prowse, and Romeo don't get injured and or booked and or whatever, and <laughs> that that's a bit of a worry. Um, but yeah, Romeo's going to have more minutes this this year, so he's going to pick up more yellow cards. You feel? Yeah. Although I did see something, he doesn't have a red card. No, nope, never, which, never been sent off. You know that? I mean, that's that is truly professional. Mm. Um, you know, get stuck in, in the, the first right ten thing. minutes. That's it, and then then turn it back. And, and yeah, and it gives the the commentator something to talk about other than that that nine nil defeat. So uh, you know, <laughs> the fact that he gets a yellow card and then he's going to be having trouble the rest of the game. He'll have to watch himself, and that's what he'll do. But um, yeah, I, I, I've been really happy. I think I think Kyle Walker Peters was a was a was a really good signing for us. Um, I still think I still I mean yeah I can still see us improving somehow uh, w- with a couple of players, but they're going to have to be decent players. I, I don't think we need more uh, squad depth necessarily uh, at most places. Hmm. Um, listening back to what Ralph said at the end of last season, he said he was looking to add two or three more additions to the squad. Um, but it really mm-hmm. depends on who leaves. We haven't lost a defender, but we've bought in essentially one, if you don't include Kyle Walker-Peters. And we've lost three midfielders and not replaced any of them. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm hearing reports that they're not actively looking, but if an opportunity falls at them, then they're going to take it. That's not how transfers work. Go out and get someone. Yes. Yeah, I think we, we still, I think I would, I said before that I'd judge this uh, transfer window on more on who we get rid of than who we bring in. And we, I mean, we still got a few um, big names that need to go. I mean, big as in they're a big problem, like mm. Guido Carrillo and Wesley Hoot, for example. Oh, Wesley um, Hoot could be uh, nearing another uh, loan move to Anderlecht today. Because, <sighs> see, loan moves really piss me off because it's just nobody, kicking nobody the can down him. the road, isn't it? It is, but wow. nobody wants him. Just you can't, you can't. And release him. But then you have to take a loss, don't you? Uh. It's a big, and it's going to be a big loss on Hoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you just have to determine, you know, it's kind of up to the the player. I think with Jordy Classy, he still had some time on his contract, but he really wanted to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I think he, he would have agreed some sort of like minimal payout. Like you don't have to pay out the rest of his entire contract. And I, Wesley, who just seems like the kind of guy who's going to say, actually, you can pay me my entire salary that you promised when I signed this contract. And, and then like, uh, you know, wave to less read who is on the other line listening, going like, a, you know, that good job, you know. Um, and then he's going to, he's going to, otherwise, otherwise we, and I think once, once the, uh, the loss we'll take will be kind of like less than the transfer fee we'll get for him, I guess, then I guess we'll just let it, let it go and, and mm. pay him off and, and let it, but, but you're right. We are just, we are just further kind of going into this and just kicking it down the road, but nobody who can afford him wants him and nobody who, uh, anybody who wants him just, just simply can't afford him, probably, and that's uh, uh, that's just the mistakes we've made. And, and it looks like Carrillo could be headed back to uh, Argentina. Hopefully, I read that's in, right, yeah, in the Athletic. So uh, join our Pellegrino magic. Yes, uh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, but like you said before, the strength we need that strength in the middle of the park, um, and you don't just need squad players. We need the, you know the, the the quality in that middle. I I believe we do. Weston McKenney, how disappointed were you that that never came came about? I mean, I'm not sure I ever ever really believed it. I think I, I was I, I took Twitter off my phone, uh, especially during the transfer window. But just as a, I, I got a new phone and didn't put it on there on purpose, and I'm really glad because otherwise I would just get sucked into to all of that. And um, he 
it almost seemed too perfect in terms of he's the the right age, the right profile, the type of player that might do well under Ralph. So it all seemed to fit. Um, but he was also going to be really, really expensive, and he's he's pretty he was pretty hyped up, you know. Um, but I, I think uh, I think McKinney made a mistake maybe by going straight to to Juve. Um, really? Not that he can't I, not that he can't learn under Pirlo, but I think. I think he would have developed more to Ralph. Like Ralph has a, a more of a, sure. a a history of doing that. And Pirlo, we haven't seen that from him. And he's going to struggle maybe to get in there for consistent minutes. Um, and and he's going to play in a team that, at least in the league, will, you know, probably win a championship. And that's you know you want to be a part of that. And I, I'm not sure I could turn down a you know if somebody said hey you want to go to Juve and somebody like yes you know I I do. But um, I think in terms of, of long term, I think he could have gotten maybe a bigger move and maybe guaranteed himself a place in, in the starting lineup had he come to Southampton for two or three years, developed, and then and then gone on. But that could be just me being a little bit bitter, and I'll, I'll, I'll be okay with if somebody accuses me of that. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like a like a massive step you know, this early. It's, it's kind of like he's missed a step in his career. You know, you, you, your yeah. progression, you go from, I, don't, I mean, I don't know where he was in the MLS, and then you go to Schalke. I'm not saying the Saints are better than Schalke, but I'm saying a move to the Premier League is more... You know, desirable than, than the Bundesliga, and then perhaps go to a to a big European club. But like you say, yeah, it's, it's a big, big step for him to do it. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't turn that move down. Go and go and play with Pirlo in Juventus, challenge for titles, Champions League, playing with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. It, it's a dream. And, and the weather, right? Like, oh yeah, the weather's probably kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Gun to your head, Matt. Are Saints bringing in any more players before this window shuts? No. Mm. I mean, and I'm not necessarily happy about it. And the, the transfer window does happen, but like, if I just had to say yes or no, I'd say, I'd say probably not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I just can't see it. Just the, the way that they've been just not working at it. We're not hearing it. It is just all rumors, and it's nothing. There's no serious bids coming in. And, you know, their, their response to some of it has just made me feel a little bit underwhelmed by the whole thing. I'm not so, so sure. I think they, they could surprise us. I mean, maybe with a loan move for a, a midfielder from another, another Premier League club or something like that. I, I don't know. I, th- I think the club must understand that we, we are a man short in that in that position, um, going on what Ralph said. Yeah, sure. I mean, Matt, I think most seasons, me and Kev have said the same thing about our defence, always need strengthening. But right now, now with news that Vestergaard could, you know, potentially possibly is going to be staying... You have those four centre-backs now. You've got the solid uh, Stevens, Bednarek. You've got the backups of Salisu and Vestergaard. You've got Kyle Walker-Peters now settled. And you've got Jan Valer as a backup. You've got uh, Ryan Burchin on the left with Vokins as a, as a backup. Fine, that's OK. You've got Fraser Forster coming back into the mix as well in, in goal. I'm OK with the defence for a change. It's just that midfield. It just it's not enough for me, and I think they are going to struggle in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I just worry about I just worry about the number of minutes. Uh, we've seen Ward Prowse play all of the minutes, you know, and then you, if he's going to be in the in, in the England squad as well, that that's just that's adding to it. And I just think that's a lot of that that could be the the spot where the team starts to crack a little bit and late in games and, and things like that. And I guess you could move guys like like Armstrong back there if you needed to, but I I don't. I don't think that's where he would is best to, to play, and I, I do worry about that. I worry about that midfield. I think, um, I mean, I, as long as Adams kicks on a little bit, I think the the front will be fine too. I do, we can't rely on Danny Ings to score that many goals again. I, I would never expect him to score that consistently, just because that was a, a ton of goals. But 
uh, he's totally capable of it, but that's just that's just a lot to say. We're definitely going to get that from him. I think is a mistake to think that. But absolutely, yeah, I, I have to say the midfield is probably probably that that spot where if we're gonna if we're gonna improve the team, if we're gonna solidify the team, it's got to be there. And I would want it, like I said earlier, I would want it to be somebody who's going to start ahead of Romeu. Not that I don't like Romeu, but I think um, the player would have to be of that quality if if we're going to spend the money on 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 them to bring them in. Um, I just don't think it's worth doing other than that. Yep, nail on the head. I think, well, if not, we're probably going to see a lot more minutes from the likes of Smallbone and Slattery. Yeah, but they're not quite ready for it yet, I don't feel. Well, I mean, you you know, cup games and uh, maybe games against a weaker Premier League opposition. Let's see how they do. I don't but, think, that, I don't think that exists for Saints, does it? Well, <laughs> there aren't any other options, are there? No. I was going to say we might see this really early on because we have that that Carabao Cup game coming up almost immediately, and so yeah, right from the go we're going to be playing three games a week, and and that may and since we're still in the middle of the transfer window, that may Ralph may be able to like look at at the at the board and say, hey, look, you know, like the, we we need reinforcements now, and that may that may that may kick things on. So uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, I'll I'll say that there there is hope. Uh, in terms of that, but and we'll definitely understand what Ralph is thinking when uh, when we see that lineup for for the midweek game, you know, right yes, away. So I think yes, I'll I'll, I'll 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 stand to kind of change my tune if if we see that uh, from him. Um, okay, so the kits. Then I want to talk about the kits. <laughs> Firstly, what do you make of the new kit? I don't know if I can wear a sash, but I do like them. They think they look very very nice, um, better than the black box of. Uh, uh, across the top uh, from last year, yeah. um, I think they look very nice. And I thought that on the old uh, the old logo, you know, the old sponsor, I thought they did a much better job this season of making it look, you know, uh, acceptable. And then, of course, now it's gone. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that, which, that, which brings me on to my next question: What do you what do you make of this whole sponsorship debacle? I think I I can say for sure that you feel quite strongly about this one. I'm Good. Not, yeah, I'm not happy about it. Um, I I wrote probably the angriest newsletter I've ever written, and it was not the planned. Uh, it was not planned. It was not supposed to be that. And it and it was I was actually sitting in a staff meeting on Zoom and just kind of like was thinking about something and just went ah oh, screw it and here we go. And um, yeah, so I'm not happy. I think the club have have made a mistake, and I'm I'm not going to let them uh, kind of kind of get off with this because they they made a mistake in signing with LD Sports. They went after mm-hmm. that tiny little bit of extra money and and now have, you know, and LD Sports have obviously gotten out of the deal and, and I, there was no break clause, so maybe Saints are going to recoup that. But the money to me isn't the important thing. Um, oftentimes these sponsorships, uh, they are important. They are the second or third largest revenue stream for the uh, for four clubs behind TV broadcast deals, and then um, depending on your match day revenue, which I think broadcasting just edged that for Saints in, in recent seasons. Mm-hmm. But but the ex- that little bit of extra money, the extra million and a half pounds a season, is not worth taking that sort of risk. And now to have to go with a a sports betting company, generic, just, it, yeah, it, it doesn't. It, I don't like it, and. Uh, my wife doesn't it doesn't really agree with me on this. She's kind of like, why do you why do you care? And it's just like, I, I think for for me, like, yes, clubs sponsors they want fans to spend money and they want them to use their products and things like that. But 
but really like you know if if we're using virgin media i mean they provide uh, a number of services that people can actually benefit from that like you know kids can benefit from internet like if we're all going to school things like that i think that like those are the types of things you can do and the sports betting like what are people really getting out of it other than trying to to fulfill some I mean, there is there is a rush there and things like that but i just don't i just don't want to see that advertised with us and i was really happy with us being one of the clubs that didn't use those things um and and now now we're just one of 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 a plethora of teams who have that on the front of their shirts and and the fact that the uk doesn't allow them to be pub, uh, printed on on kids shirts just says it all like you know it's not it's not good enough uh for me for the club to be doing that and and yet here we are doing this and granted it's a one-year deal and i understand yeah. that that money's important and all that stuff but I just I, I think the 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 reason that we're in this position, the club have made a mistake. They got a little bit greedy and they tried to get uh, a little bit too much, and they fell into that kind of popular thing of going with the, the I guess the uh, the hype from China, trying to get into this, and 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 this is this is where we're at. And I think the club, I, I expect the club to do better in thinking long term. And we see this with our transfers that you know we're in this situation where you have to like kick the can down the road, and that's what we've done with this too. Just kicked it further down the road. And hopefully we set up with, a, with another sponsor that uh, isn't a sports betting company and, uh, you know, that we can be happy with again. But uh, I, I can say I won't be buying a shirt this year. And it's it's unfortunate because the shirts, like I said, are, are very nice. Um, but I, I won't be purchasing one with the with the that logo on there or that that sponsor on there. And that's just how it's going to be, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like a like a panic thing, wasn't it? And like you said, the, the only the, they've only got it for the year. Um, I'm not as as high on it as you are i don't have a, a strong opinion as, as you are but again i i didn't want it to be same old generic premier league kit because of that um i, I will say though that i don't often talk about portsmouth in, in a good light but portsmouth had the university of portsmouth on their shirts mm-hmm. i i've always liked things like that that do things locally support your local companies and put and put those on your on the front of your shirt why can't Southampton do i know i'm guessing i know it's the money but if it's only the one-year deal, do something like that. Put, well, put, put Southampton, um, the Saints Foundation on it or something. Yeah, Just, so one of the things that I said, and I understand that it's a thing, but even if, if you know that there's no break clause and there's a good chance you stand to recoup some of this money for the season, you know, maybe you just get this season's money worth of it, uh, worth of the, the deal, then, I mean, given everything that the UK and the, the world has gone through, why not slap the NHS on the front of it and, and yeah. win over your fans and and – like kind of neutral fans around around the, the the country if you do something like that and and I mean I think at that point you miss a little bit of it because I think even people who would have already purchased a, a shirt with the old logo on it would have been more than happy to purchase another one with the NHS knowing that sure. we're not charging them for this and this is just a way to to do that and I think I think a lot of people would have been happy with that it would have made me you know, another moment where I mean, I've written in the past where the team, the club has made me proud in so many ways for the work that they did during the pandemic and everything else and mm-hmm. things they do on and off the pitch. And then they did this and that just it just kind of pissed me off. So I think they missed it. And I understand money is important and it's not like a, I'm living in a, a rainbows and unicorns kind of world. But, um, <laughs> you know, it. I think it, I think I think that's that, that's a possibility they could have done and, and they didn't. Yeah. And Kev, you said last week that you would much rather have gone the whole season without a sponsor. Than yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love the no logo shirt from uh, the 2010 season that we had. Um, yeah, but I don't see why we can't do it again. Or you know, failing that, go go back to Virgin Media. I mean, they did so much in the community, and I understand they still are. 
Um, anyway, he's been, you know, had quite good links with the club. Um, yeah, or any of the options that, that Matt mentioned there um, would have been much better for, for the want of a, f- a few million quid, you know. That's a new midfielder, Kev. <laughs> is, is it? That's like, <laughs> no, you know, that's, that's a left arm of a new midfielder, isn't it? Yes, unfortunately it is. Um, anyway, moving on from, from the, the shabby kit. Um, pre-season then, Matt, did you catch any of the Swansea highlights? Or I understand we played Fulham yesterday and, and lost 2-1. But the Swansea game, 7-1 win, did you, did you catch any of that? I saw the goals, yes. Uh, I was pretty impressed. I liked, I liked all of it. Um, I think the first goal with, with Kyle Walker-Peters showing some strength in, in getting to that ball, I, I liked that from him. Um, and then I, I, mean, I think my favorite goal was Bertrand. Uh, just yes. because it hits the underside of the crossbar, mm. uh, but I thought uh, I thought overall, overall from from just from the highlights, and obviously we didn't see all of it. Uh, Saints looked pretty good, so I was pretty happy with that. Um, I'm not sure we looked as good against uh, <laughs> Fulham yesterday, but we lost. I wonder if Harrison Reed and Mario Lemina ran us into the ground or not. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, that's that's my one. That's my one like fear is that <laughs> the Saints will go let let Lamita play and then uh, which I don't think they have that choice in the league but uh, and then he just has you know one of the games of his life and that would be uh, fitting happen. I guess it's gonna happen yeah. yeah I also didn't realize that that Harrison Reed and Mario Lamita are only a year apart in age which I did not realize that's uh, crazy isn't it Reed's twenty five Lamita's twenty six but I just find that to be absolutely outrageous yeah yeah that is crazy oh, as I say yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of international duty. Well, lots of players were on the international duty yesterday, so I'll, I'll try not to get carried away with this one. You know, right. it, it was just for the minutes and, and, and fitness, etc. But um, after that Swansea game, I was that was it. I was like, "Yep, yeah, Saints are definitely going to win the league now." now yeah. <laughs> plus, wait, 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 wait for it. Both Ings and James World Prowse took a penalty and scored. I know it's fucking great, right? <laughs> oh, as you know, I put mm. when Danny Ings come on. Uh, come, you know this, Kev, so I sent it to you. When yeah. Danny Ings came on, I actually put some money on Danny Ings to score the first goal yesterday, and then we had the penalty. And I thought he's going to take it. He's going to let Ings take it. Why would they do that? I don't know. <laughs> because I was because shouting. Manchester City players can't can't <laughs> score them. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but hey, doesn't matter. Um, okay, so we're going to do some predictions. I have a question. Did oh, you use on. sportsbet.io? I did not, no. Well, I used I used yeah. my uh, my Skybet account, which, by the way, I only put a small amount in a season, and I, once I've gone over it, that's it. I will not put any more in. I've never had a problem with gambling, so I'm always... When the fun stops, it. you stop. Huh? Well, the fun never starts for me, so that's why I never put any more in. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, predictions. I've got a little predictions game for you two. Well, I think I'll join in as well. Um, it's just a little over-under, just for fun. Don't worry, Kev, this won't count for our um, our contest. Um, so I'm just going to I'm gonna shout out a topic, give you a number. You're going to tell me if it's over or under. Uh, last season, we scored 51 goals. Over or under? Over. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I want to say over as well. Oh, okay, I'm going under. Okay. I'm going to say under. 51, yeah, I'm going to go. Um, goals conceded, 60. I don't want to say over, so I have to say under. <laughs> I'm going under because of that 9-0. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, under again. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So all under. Brilliant. Uh, nine clean sheets. I'm going to go... say oh, exactly go. the same. You're going to go under? No, I'm going to go nine clean sheets again. No, you, you, you can't say the same, by the way. You've got to go over or under. Ah. It's, called, right, it's over. called over or under. It's not called over or under or the same. What if it is the same? Well, it doesn't matter. 
All right, over it is. Over nine clean sheets. Yeah, I have to say, yeah. I have to say under. Like that, I, it's hard to imagine. As, I mean, that's a lot. I. I guess I didn't think about that. That that's a lot of that's a lot of clean sheets. I think it was. Yeah, right? it, it, I think we got quite a few of them at the end after after the restart, didn't we? I know we yeah. started off with the Norwich one, didn't we? The clean sheet. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm going under. Well, um, I'm gonna stay with over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kev, you go first on this one. Fifteen wins. Over. <laughs> I'm going under. Well, I mean, I'm I'm, just, I'm doing math in my head. I think I'm cheating here. Um, because that's 45 points, right? And mm-hmm. we're going to get... I mean, I can't see us getting hell. 10 draws, right? Like, that seems like a lot. I can. But there's 38 games. Ah, hell, can, I'll go can, over. I, I'll go oh, over. I can see a lot yeah. of draws this season. I don't, I don't want to see those. That's, that's not no. why I get up this early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's what I'm here for. I bring everybody down. Yeah, definitely no. definitely under 15 wins. I, I don't think we're going to do that. That's sensible. I would say like don't worry like after this week nobody will care but then you you you'll bring it up again in the chat no, so yeah no I won't because I'm not right I'm not writing this down it's fine okay all right unless unless I listen back to it of course but yeah we'll, we'll check in next year yeah <laughs> forgotten by them okay Matt Romeo picking up five yellow cards over yeah I'm gonna say over just because of the game time yeah yeah unless we get another solid midfield signing it's got to be over isn't it got to be over right but i mean just just ward prowse got more yellow cards than him last season yeah remain didn't even get suspended no but then again yeah as i say he wasn't playing a lot he's going to play he's going to need to play a lot more okay oh, yeah. uh team red cards we had four last season i'm going to go over Ooh, okay. this is going to be a really really depressing season if all, if all my results are coming out <laughs> yeah under under, under. Oh, i think remain is going to get one this year yeah but i, I don't think bertrand will do it again well, Danso got the other one, didn't he? Right. He's... Like, we just had some some real. Jennifer, uh, I think. Jennifer. Oh. Yeah. No, I'll go under. Even under. even though I think there's there's definitely the chance that it'll happen again, but uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under. Okay. Uh, Danny Ings scored 22 goals, so I, I don't think he's gonna get anywhere near that because that'd be easy to say under. So I'm, I'm gonna give you the total of 15, just in the Premier League, I might add. Um. Under. I'd like to be proven wrong. I'd be really. I'm going to say over, but I I'm not sure how. I wouldn't put any money on it. Not even. No, no. But if you put a gun to my head, I'd say over. Ooh. I'm going to go under. Of course, okay. I'm going under. <laughs> um, James Ward Prowse goals five. Over. He's going to because ha- he's going to have to get forward more. He's going to have to play. A, 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 He's going to have to, and he's probably, hopefully, going to take some penalties. Yeah, he's going to be the um, he's going to be the penalty penalty taker, surely. So yeah, I'll I'll take over. I'm going to say over as well. I am going to agree with you. I'm going to go over. Okay. And you know he's going to be on the field for longer stretches than than Danny Ings. Right. To take those penalties, and you know he's still deadly with his free kicks, of course. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go over. I'm going to over five. Uh, Redmond goals four. Please be over. <laughs> yeah, you have to say over. I'm going to go under. Oh. oh wow! I'm going to go under four. I don't really. I don't, he's not a goal scorer, is he? He's when has he ever he scored? Used the season before. Yeah, but he only got seven, didn't he? No, it's more than that. No, seven in the Premier League. Do you think he's going to get uh, his his game time cut a little bit with with Gineppo potentially? No, I don't. I don't think so. I just think I think he's going to get a lot more assists this year. And I, I just it's just not a goal scorer for me. He's going to create a lot. 
I think he's going to play exactly as, as he did this season. I think I'll say over. over Still, four. I think I already said that, but um, Redmond scored uh, nine in all competitions, only six in the league. Oh, there you go. See, only six. I, mm. I said seven, but so it's not not great. So I'm going to go. Mm. I'm going to go. I'm tempted to say he's going to get four, but as I say, I can't say that. So I'm going to have to go under. Uh, um, no, I think I'm uh, over. You're going to go over. Okay, okay, okay that's fine. Um, Shay Adams' goals four over. Yeah, definitely. I'm going over too. No, we wouldn't have said that at the end of last season, would we? No, not until that restart. Yeah. Uh, Redmond assists. I'm going to give you five. Five. Five assists. Uh, can we get a statistic for, for last season? How many did you get last season? Five. <laughs> okay. Um, I think he got five. I don't know. Over? Okay. I'll go over two, uh, Kev. Redmond had four in the league, it says, last year. Oh, okay. There you go. I'm I'm gonna say over. We're gonna over. Okay. I, I, my my predictions are absolutely ridiculous. Like nobody's gonna take <laughs> TV seriously. But uh, I'm I saying over. If you yeah. add up all of our predictions, they'd probably make no sense whatsoever. I <laughs> know. <Right. Right. laughs> okay. Uh, Buffal. Okay. Starts eight. Under. Um. Yeah. Probably under as well. This is just Premier League. I'm gonna say. So, because you, you potentially could start more more cup games if we have a bit more of a run. Gineppo is sort of preferred, isn't he? Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go under as well. I think it'll take an injury or a serious drop in form in Armstrong or Redmond for Buffal to get a, a significant starting role. Right, but do you uh, see him? Do you, do you see him on the bench a lot? Do you see him coming on? Um, I can see him coming on late, but he doesn't. Like like we said, he doesn't he doesn't seem to be the first choice off the bench oftentimes, and I'm not sure he really did enough in those appearances to really warrant a starting spot. So uh, he may, like you said, show up in the cup game, uh, mm-hmm. which I'd be happy with. But he's not going to be happy fulfilling that role the rest of his career. So um, unless he does something, which he does seem to at least get along with Ralph, which is which is good because uh, you know we saw him kind of go out on loan before and and. Uh, you know, I kind of thought he was done at that point, but I, I'm happy to see him come back. But I he just, seems to have uh, the right attitude, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not something we would have said when he first came. He didn't seem like like that kind of player, and uh, I think that sounds terrible coming out of out of my mouth. But um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm happy to have him there, and I hope I hope he does kick on. And if he does come on off the bench and do well, then maybe he does start. But I think Redmond's got that side kind of locked down, and, and Armstrong on the other as well. Those two led the team in uh, assists. For, not that they were a lot, like four and three, uh, and then Jack Stevens and Ward Prowse were tied with, with Armstrong with three, but uh, which is just absolutely ridiculous. But uh, you know, that that that, that those, those are the stats. We can't really argue with them. That's awful. That's going to that's going to impact my uh, my predictions for the rest of the season for sure. Um, right now we're going to go into the real predictions. Then Matt, these are the ones that I am going to keep a note of, just so I can uh, yeah remind you of it. Uh, okay. In the season. So, where are Saints finishing this season? Ninth. Ooh. Got to get inside the top ten. Wasn't expecting that. Where did you think I was going to go? Bottom half, for sure. Oh, no. No, I think I think slight improvement, right? Like, slight improvement. And then, but I also have a hard time, like, thinking how much better than that can we do, right? Right? Like, like you start looking at the teams who are, who are spending big money, and, and you look at the top of the table, and it's getting kind of crowded, and I just wonder... Uh, what's going to happen? But I don't. I, I think teams like Sheffield United might Struggle. stumble a little mm-hmm. bit, might drop a little bit. They were not playing well towards the end of last season. Um, 
I, I don't know. That's that's kind of where I'm at. I think. Yeah, everyone's got a shout for that top half though. Everyone feels that they are progressing. Surely, yeah. you know, Everton yeah. are going to feel like they're so much better than us. Yeah, I guess ask me again in December. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, we're in better spot than last year. Okay, I'll put it down ninth. That's good. I'll take that. I'll definitely take that. Kevin, here we go. Then this is counting for our contest. Where are okay. sites finishing? Put me down for a ninth as well because that's what I've got written down here. Oh fucking hell! Now I feel really bad. Because I'm, I'm going 15th. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying into the hype. I'm not. Mm. I, I mean, I know I shouldn't be saying this, but I listen to some Saints fans on Twitter, and I just think, pull your fucking head out your ass. We're not going to be challenging for Europa. It's not going to happen. I don't think we're going to do it. But that Again, happens every season. I know, but I don't know where they're getting the... I honestly don't know where the confidence comes from. I don't get it. Honestly, I, and I, I just feel like the, the midfield's going to hinder us. Uh, the games are going to pile up as well, we say, if we, if we do have a cup run. I just think it's going to be much like last season. Look how, look how uh, excited I was for last season, and we went and lost 3-0 to Burnley on opening game. Right back down. That's exactly what was going to happen. I'm not saying we're going to go and lose 3-0 to Palace, but I'm just, I, I, I just don't see us get being any better. It's always going to be a bad start. We should have got more out of this. If only we'd have got that. And then it's second half of the season, they start playing They start playing like they should be playing. If they were playing to their full potential like they were towards the end of our season, then yes, I'd take eighth, ninth. I just don't think, I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to go 15th. I, I would say that the only reason that I feel that, I guess that I feel like we have a chance to go top top half of the table is, and I'm not, I, I don't think we're necessarily going to challenge for Europa League places. I just do want to throw that out there. But um, yeah, I, was, I wasn't this, implying you, uh, by the way. No, 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 no. I know that. I know that. Um, <laughs> But I think this is the first time we've gone into a season having, uh, you know, with a manager that I think we're all confident in, with mm. a the system that is in place, with the, you know, we've improved the defense, uh, you know, at least a little bit and solidified it. Um, and I think even when we went in with Hughes having carried over uh, after after the, you know, the Swansea game, essentially uh, getting him that, that uh, extension. Um, I don't think very many fans were, were totally happy about it. And I don't think the players were on board. And I don't think there was a, a clear picture and idea of everybody kind of going in the same direction. And I just think the club this, this season has that going forward. If, if anything makes me feel good, it's that everybody seems to be on the same page, uh, except for LD Sports, which are not out of the picture. But uh, <laughs> uh, going forward, like we're all, we all seem to be doing that. So I, I, think that's, I think that's where my confidence comes from. Not necessarily that we've we've made all the right moves in terms of, of improving the midfield and things like that. But I just think we're all, the, the game plan's not changing. The, the system isn't changing. And so I think that will allow uh, the guys to, to, to kick on faster than in previous seasons. And my, I'm, my fingers crossed, knock on wood, all that stuff. Like that, that's, that's why I feel the way I do. Oh, Matt, I hope you're right. I really do. It sounds good when you say it. I mean, otherwise, it'll, 7 a.m. drinking is like not something I really want to like tell the kids to do, but like that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> but you might might be ha- might have to do that, start doing that, just to to get through the matches, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Hot world days. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, this one's probably yeah. This is an easy one. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure anyone's going to go anywhere anything different, but top scorer. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's as easy as you're, as you're saying. Um, I think it's going to be a lot tighter. I don't think that Ings is going to um, score as high a proportion of our goals. Right, so I'll, I'll put you down for Vestergaard then, Ken. Uh, Vestergaard? Um, <laughs> stick, me, stick me in for Fraser Forster. 
Um, <laughs> no, I still think it's going to be Ings our top scorer, but I think, um, yeah, Adams, I reckon he'll have a, a good season. Um, hopefully, just as I predicted, Redmond's going to score a few as well. Um, yeah, more goals from midfield. I'd like to see that. But I, think, I, I think it's going to have to be Ings, yeah. I, yeah. That's, that's the safe bet. Uh, not that it'll come true, but I think it, it, mm. if, if it's not, we're, we may be in trouble because I don't know. Where I know it's coming from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've got Ings. I can't, I'm not going with anybody else. It's no-brainer for me. Um, champions. No, I'm going to go City again. I, I mean, I, I may have had the discussion with you, Kev, that I, since the restart, Liverpool haven't been great, have they? They weren't... I know they didn't have to do much. The league was already, you know, pretty much sewn up. But I don't know. They didn't look great against Arsenal in the Community Shield. Not like they, they, they should have been. I know it's only, a, you know, it's a, it's a pre-season really, but I just don't think Liverpool are going to be able to do what they did for the last two seasons. So I'm going to I'm going to go Man City. Okay. I mean, I'd agree with you that Liverpool aren't going to do um, what they what they've done for the last two seasons. You know, they're not going to be getting sort of ninety plus um, points. But um, yeah, just to make it interesting, because it is just between those two, I'm going to go Liverpool. Okay, incidentally, if you had gone first, would you have still gone Liverpool? Probably, yeah. Okay. Matt, who's going to win the league? I don't want to say Liverpool, so City. Oh. All right. <laughs> nice. Um, right, okay, so top four. So I'll go City, Liverpool. I think that's definitely there. Chelsea and... West Ham? Like yeah, Ke- Kev had West Ham in the top five last year, I think, or something stupid like that. They could have gone down in the, like, like two weeks before the end of the season. You know, I, I think Arsenal miss out again. I think I think it's probably going to be United, which I hate to say that, but... Um, Matt, Matt, me and you have gone exactly the same four. Okay, all right, all right. City, I Liverpool, well. Chelsea, United. You haven't. You said yeah. Liverpool were going to win the league. Oh, you said City, Chelsea, United and no. Arsenal. No, we, me, me and Matt are going City, Liverpool, Chelsea, United. In that order. Okay. Um, yeah, I've gone Liverpool, City, Chelsea, United. So. Oh, okay. So just the top one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top two. Okay. Yeah. Don't see Leicester um, squeezing in there this time. No. Um, all right. Uh, Champions League. I'm going to go Paris Saint-Germain. Ah, I wanted to say Paris Saint-Germain again. Well, you, you know, you still can, don't you? I still can. I can. So of course I can. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what to say now. Can Bayern Munich do it again? They can. can I mean, can uh, th- my, reinvent Barcelona? My, um, I was thinking about it. I had this, this is the last one that I put, because I thought this is going to depend where Messi ends up, right? This is going to be yeah. massive, because he's going to change the system for everything, everyone apart from Barcelona. So I was like, if, 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 but if Messi goes to, to City, City are going to win the Champions League. But now I, I, it's clear he's staying at, at Barcelona. He has to stay at Barcelona. Nothing changes there for me. And Paris Saint-Germain, I think they probably have got the better side, including Bayern Munich. I think they'll better manage, that's all. I don't, I don't want to see PSG do it. Um, I'm not going to say they're definitely not going to win it because that means they'll do it. Uh, <laughs> so I, I also don't think City are going to do it. Um, but I'm so, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I was going to say, it's definitely not going to be Barcelona. Uh, they're a disaster, <laughs> but um, we know how that goes. So yeah. I, I'm going to say this is the least confident I've been in any of these, which is ridiculous, but I'm going to say City. 
because I think Pep Pep's got to do it, right? Like that's that's why he's yeah, there. This is what we've and, been saying for years now. It's just but like they're, they're, I mean, I they still have holes. I mean, yeah, I don't know how you spend all that money and still have holes in the team like that, but they do. And so we'll we'll see. But I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say City. It's gotta be in that scene. It's gotta be. Right, so it. Bayern are defending their title. That's what I've decided. Oh, okay. Who gets relegated from the Premier League? Charlie Austin. <laughs> Just the rest of West Bronx stay up. <laughs> Just put put the boiler on up front. It'll be, it'll be about the same amount of movement. Uh, yeah. Okay, Kev. I've got bottom of the league. I've got West Brom. Okay. Nineteenth. I've got mm-hmm. just for them. Um, and 18th, I've got Brighton. Hmm. I don't like Brighton. I mean, does any, would anybody really miss them? <laughs> Not really, no. It's nice ground. It's a good away day. <laughs> well, that means they're going to stay up. <laughs> well, well, no, but if you're clutching at straws. But, yeah, I mean, they're not an exciting team to watch, really, are they? They haven't got any yeah. sort of outstanding players that you think, like, mm, that's going to keep them in the league. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't feel him at all. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've got very, I mean, I've put Fulham bottom, Ooh. West Brom nineteenth, and I can't decide between um, Villa and Brighton. Oh, you got Brighton as well. Okay, I thought. Um, but can, can I give a little caveat? If 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 Grealish stays, I'll go Brighton. If he goes, uh, Villa are down. Can you handle that? No. Or is that it's not no. allowed? No, I don't think that's allowed. I don't think that should be allowed. <sighs> that's a, right. it's, it's an interesting one, though. I, I do I do see where you're coming from. Because we, we, yeah. I mean, Grealish could single-handedly keep that side out. Pretty much. The whole team is sort of built around him, and if, and if he goes, then, yeah, I, I don't think they've got a very good chance of staying up. A bit like if, if Ings left Saints, that would be it. <laughs> We'd be having a different conversation now, but yeah, I, I'm. Well, I'm yeah. Um, no, all right, then Villa just to be different. I mean. uh, West Brom. That's seriously this time. Um, <laughs> I think I think Fulham. I, I don't want to. Sorry, Harrison Reed. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Uh, but I, I think Fulham are also going to go, and then I, I'm also stuck. I'm not sure if Villa's going to be there, if Brighton's going to be there. Um, for some reason, I don't particularly want Newcastle to do well. Uh, I don't know what they've done in the transfer window. I, like I said, it's it's probably not great like podcast hosting to like not pay attention to the transfer <laughs> window at all. Um, I'll I'll I'll, re- I'll recognize who's out there. I'll realize who's out there when the, they announce the team sheets when the season starts. <laughs> um, but it's I mean it's probably not going to be them. Even though I, I wouldn't mind seeing them, it's probably going to be it's probably going to be Villa and. I mean, they barely stayed up last year. I, I even think if Grealish stays, I'm not sure he can do it alone this time. Like, mm. you you can get lucky a couple of times, but we've we've seen what happens when uh, I don't know. I I'm just, gonna say Villa. Just I'm saying it because Brighton. I, I hear Brighton's nice and like let him stay <laughs> as long as they don't have a green kit. I'll be fine. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Park. 
Hey Matt, thanks for joining us today. Um, firstly, can you give us a short introduction to Palace's pre-season, you know, how the preparations are going and and any significant signings that you've made? Hi guys, thanks for having me on. So a bit about our pre-season so far, 3-3 three for three currently, wins against Oxford, Charlton and Millwall. Um, obviously not the highest calibre of opposition, especially when it comes to Charlton and Millwall. Games you'd expect us to win really. Um, haven't been playing too badly. Two against Oxford, three against Charlton, and just the one one goal against Millwall. But uh, yeah, no no complaints really. Obviously, pre-season is for the manager to kind of work out best best eleven before the season starts and, and get some new ideas in there. We've got a game against Bromby coming up this Saturday, which should be more of a challenge. Um, so it'll be good to see how we do against them. In terms of signings, there's been a real shift in terms of kind of transfer strategy for Palace this summer. Um, a very welcomed one at that um, from all in the fan base. We've started directing our interest to more younger players um, from the championship and, and possibly even below rather than focusing on Premier League experience, which in the past has resulted in us having the oldest on average squad in the Premier League. I believe we've got a lot of players in the final years of contract now. Um, so to be shifting towards future um, is, is very welcome um, from me and all Palace fans. Recent signings include Nathan Ferguson from West Brom, one that I think is we've been looking at for a while. He's a fullback, probably looking to challenge Joel Ward for the right back position. Um, but from what I understand, he's not f- fully fit for the season yet. Um, so it might be a, a, a month or so until we can until we can see him in action. More recently, Eze from QPR, um, a very welcome addition. Uh, someone apparently we've been looking at for a while. Flair player up there with goals and assists. One of the best players in the championship last season. Um, definitely the sort of player we want to be targeting the sort of player Palace fans want to see linked up very well in the first 45 minutes um, against Charlton with Zaha a relationship that obviously we're not sure how long will last or how much we'll see of in the future with Zaha being constantly linked with moves away but very exciting unfortunately I think he picked up a bit of a knock or a groin strain possibly um, at half time against Charlton so he he's recently pulled out of the England under 21 setup. so whether he'll be fit enough to feature against Southampton yet to be seen. So we took four points from you last season uh, the 1-1 draw around Christmas time and back in January a 2-0 win for Saints at Selhurst Park um, but how do you see this game going? We we struggle to score and we, we're yet to kind of look at getting a goal scorer in. Always the hardest position to fill and as it's been widely kind of publicised since Benteke's first season where, he's, where he managed 17 goals, he's yet to replicate anything near that kind of form. Um, Jordan Ayew picks him picks up with uh, vital goals here and there, enough to keep us up last season, some very vital goals. But yeah, we need, we need someone with, with, with consistent consistent 15-20 goals a season um, so I think we're going to be struggling struggle to score against you guys whereas I think Southampton are quite free scoring so I'm uh, I'm struggling to see us getting anything from the game to be fair. Uh, can we get a predicted Crystal Palace starting 11? Tente Guaita in goal, Joel Ward at right back, centre-halves of Scott Dan and Cheku Koyate and the young lad from our academy Tyrick Mitchell at left back. Midfield four of James MacArthur Max Meyer, Jairo Riedewald and Jordan Ayew operating out wide. And I expect to see Zaha and Jeff Schlupp up front. The score prediction then, how are you seeing this one? As I've mentioned, you've you've got kind of creativity and goal scoring. Um, Ward Prowse, Danny Ings, etc. Um, whilst we've been struggling to score in the league for a while now. Um, so I'm going to go with a, with a 3-1 Saints win. So if you could pick just one Saints player to have in your current 
Palace setup. Who are you taking and why? The obvious answer of Danny Ings. Um, as mentioned, we, we lack that real uh, goal-scoring centre-forward and he would be ideal um, for almost any, any Premier League club. Um, so yeah, it's the sort of player I'd love to have at Palace. Now, the Moscow Mush loves a fan chant and he's always eager to hear away fans and what their favourite chants to sing at their grounds are. But um, what's your favourite chant that you like to hear at Selhurst Park? We're lucky to have the, the ultras at Palace, the Home Cell Fanatics, who are very creative, um, coming up with original chants. We're not normally ones for insert player name here to this popular tune, um, as seems to be done around the country. We've got a great song called When I Was a Young Boy. Um, which I'm not going to sing, but I'm sure you can find on YouTube. I think it's one that's unique to Palace, one that really gets the crowd going. So, uh, yeah, I'll go for that. Now, every away fan that we get on, we ask them a, well, a silly question. Uh, we've decided to change it up this season, and you're the first one to trial this. So, um, yeah, a bit of a cheeky one, but would you rather have a Crystal Palace tattoo on your forehead or a Brighton and Hove Albion tattoo on your ass? Um, I mean... It's a very tough question. A Palace one may be easily hidden under the fringe, um, but whilst it'd be horrible to have anything Brighton-related on my body, um, it would have to be the Brighton tattoo on my arse, as long as you can keep it as small as possible. Matt, thanks very much for joining us today and answering all our questions. Uh, good luck for the rest of the season, just not in this game. Right, Sellers Park. Attendance, Kev. Go on, have a guess, have a stab. What's the attendance at Sellers Park? Well, it's probably going to be about... 30 at the weekend, isn't it? I mean, what what it holds. Not what oh, it's right, OK. <laughs> so the fans aren't allowed, didn't you? Um, <laughs> it's a bit smaller, isn't it, than ours? Um, 20... 26? Yeah, 25.4. Okay. Close, close, close. Um, Sounds good. OK, so I have three famous Crystal Palace fans in front of me. I mean, on screen, obviously, not in person. Um, can, can you name me one of them? And it has to be one of these. Matt, you can join in as well if you like. I... Famous Crystal Palace fans. Crystal Palace. Well, Ed, Ed Yezak was on the um, board of directors. I don't know if he's still there. Is he one of them? But you, you'd assume he'd be a Crystal Palace fan, right? I could not be. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he is. Yes, Eddie Yezak is one of my three. Okay. Well done. Uh, the other two, I got, I got Neil Morrissey and I got Nigel Farage because I know that oh, that would that would have pleased you, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, do you know what? When I was getting ready for that, oh, I, I I discovered right that Pope John Paul II was in fact a Palace fan. <laughs> I thought that can't be right. That, that's How not that right. Like? I don't know. I, I just can't imagine seeing him strutting through the streets of Croydon with his robes, blessing the locals. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I, see, <laughs> the only one I had was Rebecca Lowe, and she didn't make your list. No, no, she did not. Who's that? She is the host. She's the anchor of the RTV coverage of the Premier League here in the United States on NBC. Um, and she's fantastic. Um, she's great. I love her. Indeed. Didn't she work? She worked for Satanta, I think, when that channel launched, Kev. Oh, oh the, the Irish one or the British one? No, the, the British one. She worked for the BBC as well, I think, at one point. And then she went to Satanta. That went. And then I think she went to, I don't know, ESPN or something, wasn't it? And then. Whatever. What's she do? What does she do now? Matt? Um, NBC, did you say? Yeah, she's the she's the anchor for NBC. So she's oh, okay. she's got all the Premier League coverage um, on NBC. So every Saturday and Sunday, most midweeks, all of it, she's she's there doing it all uh, live all day, and she's um, she does a great job of, of of just keeping us all like tying it all together and keeping the uh, she's got a number of, of 
of other kind of males that are around the the table and she does a good job of keeping them on track and kind of really she knows her stuff and i, I like her a lot back to pope john paul the second mike maybe he's a palace fan just because they play in the same colors as biswa krakow oh okay yeah maybe that could make sense but that's a weird one isn't it <laughs> yeah i thought that was i thought no that, that, that that's not right surely okay right i'm gonna do the same thing for uh played for both so i got three saints palace former or current. And we just have to name one? Yeah, just... Oh, no, you can name all three. Go for it. It's <laughs> uh, about all three. Um, okay. Jason Punchin, he went to Palace, didn't he? Yes, he's one of mine. Okay. And... Um, yeah, Maka. He, he played for Palace. Yep. That's right. Well, that's he's current, so yeah, he's there. Well done, Kev. My, my knowledge pretty much ends there, I think. Uh, I had, had Punchin, that's it. That's all I had. Punchin and Maka. What about yeah. Jose, Jose Font? Oh, that's right. Mm, that was my three. But yeah, you got two of the three. So, wow. Well, well. oh, okay. Well, two out of three ain't bad. People are going to be mad we didn't know that one, because that's, that's kind of a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I've just got your message. No fucking way. You're kidding me. Have you seen the draw? <laughs> you're, fucking, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. There you go. What? 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 That is weird. That's really. Although I did say the FA Cup, but that's pretty spooky, right? Out of all the, what are the odds? That's weird. That's freaks me out. I have to. Well, at least we know we're going to win, right? So great. What was the score again? <laughs> I can't remember that. I just remember jumping up and down and celebrating because we've actually got to the fourth round. <laughs> that's amazing. Matt, this is probably the hardest season to predict because, like, the, the lack of preseason and stuff. Like, there's not a lot to go on. You know, we're, we're beginning again. There's no form guide, I guess. Um, so, how do we go about preparing for Palace? Because, you know, they've not made a big splash in the transfer market either. They've, I got that Eze from QPR for about 16 million quid, and that's about it. Um, and we'll be chatting to our, our Crystal Palace fan in a bit in regards to, you know, their preparations, etc. But, I guess the only thing we can go on is their form from last season. Um, and they finished 14th. And in both meetings last year, it was a 1-1 draw, which me and you went to, Kev. That yeah. Was around, around Christmas. Uh, and a 2 0 win at Selhurst Park. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's clear to say that they, they have problems scoring goals. They haven't got a natural goal scorer. Um, but they can be quite tricky to break down at times. But, but yeah, Matt, how do you see this one playing out? Well, I mean, their kind of return to the Premier League uh, play after the coronavirus restart was kind of the opposite of ours. They, they, they seemed to struggle quite a bit. Um, and I want to say, you know, Wilfred Zaha didn't have a great year and maybe you would expect him to do better uh, this season, but I, I think he they are. He could still are... be leaving. He could still be leaving. He wants to go. I think he made it clear last season, didn't he? Yeah, but he, he left before and he didn't do anything then. Um, <laughs> Some, there was some Crystal Palace fan yesterday on there about James Ward Palace scuffing the penalty spots, the best thing he's ever he's done all season or whatever. The only thing he did all game. It's like, dude, that guy's just bitter. Um, and yeah. and and I I I don't know. But Palace doesn't doesn't fill me with a bunch of confidence in terms of uh, I I think they can frustrate teams like you said, and I think sometimes they can be surprising. But you just look at that team and it doesn't really I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't scare me that much. Um, which replay this next Sunday and you will hate me. <laughs> um, but I, I think you, you, you do the things you, you lock down against, against Zaha. You, you make sure that the, 
you can you have a little bit of coverage over there to double them up and then you kind of just press the midfield and i think you force them to go along and just make sure you win those headers and i think we'll be fine um that's easier said than done and i'm sure that will uh <laughs> come back to bite me but um if you look at their run in last se- last season it was just loss 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 it seemed like uh, i think they got a draw to end the to end the season but um they they kind of limped across the finish line whereas we finished strongly and with only such a short break in between now and then or then and now i guess uh, I think we'll I think we'll be all right. Yeah, and and Kev, I mean, if you look at the well, the last eight visits I'm looking at here, let's Salhurst Park. It's it's win win win, loss loss win win win. You know, more than handy six wins and two losses. You know, and it's not a fixture that we tend to draw. So you, on top of what Matt just said, Kev, how are you? How confident are you feeling? I, I don't know. I think it, it's a fixture that we clearly should win. That we have won in the past. Um, they're not a difficult um, team to beat. Uh, yeah, like Matt said, they do seem to, to frustrate teams. I think when we played them at home, we, we were just tired, weren't we? We, we should have um, really had them finished off. But I don't know. There's something about the first match being against them away. If it had been the second or third one, uh, it made you maybe have been a lot more confident. But the, I don't know. There's something about it that says to me we're not going to get a win. Really? Mm. Well, okay then. We'll, we'll go into into predictions now. What's the score going to be? 2-1 Saints. Okay, I'll take that too. Um, I, ever since I saw that mock-up of our Instagram post, I've, I, <laughs> I'm just um, <laughs> attached to the scoreline. Oh, 1-1. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say 1-1. I mean, Christ knows who's going to score their goal. It could be an own goal from like yeah, but um, yeah. <laughs> Not saying, not saying we can't do it, but there's just something in the air, I think, is going to get in the way. We never we never win our opening fixture, do we? It's true. Never. It's very true. Ever. It's, okay. It's well, not Burnley this year. At least. No. Uh, I think the last one I remember us winning the first day of the season, I was with my brother who couldn't care less about football and we watched it in the pub. And uh, I think Ricky Lambert scored a penalty and we won 1-0 against West Brom. My memory serves me correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't an exciting affair. No, no, it, it, and it's it, it, the players are still getting back to fitness as well, aren't they? Getting back to proper match day fitness. Um, yesterday would have helped to the internationals and stuff. But um, I think looking at what what they, you know, as Matt said, how they ended out last season and and their lack of business. I say lack of business, £16 million, quite a lot of money to spend on a, on, a, on a single player for Crystal Palace. But looking at our record at Salhurst Park as well, I'm going to go a nice, comfortable 1-0 Saints win. How's that? OK. How is that comfortable? I mean, I'm just saying, is it, I'm not, not the result as much as comfortable, but the way that we play, I think it's going to be comfortable. OK. So is this sort of a question of, you know, when we score? They're, they're not, yeah, yeah, they're not going to be causing us any problems. As Matt had said, they don't, there's nothing really to be scared of. Apart from, the, apart from Zaha. Because as, as I said in the build-up, there's not a natural goal scorer for them. But of course, that means that Benteke is going to come on and score an overhead kick or something, doesn't that? Well, <laughs> Christian Benteke, jeez. <laughs> um, we've got a new new kit this season. I mean, as long as the shorts have pockets, I think um, Zaha won't be a problem with uh, perhaps <laughs> uh, the pitch. Um, Matt, um, I think that's about it. This has been a pleasure, guys. I, uh, I hope I've contributed adequately. Yes, um, definitely. Especially with that with that sure. message you sent me about Brentford, that's made my day. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how it all goes. I mean, I was, I was, 
I guess, secretly hoping they were going to come up. And I'm not sure if this is a, <laughs> it needs to be a secret, but I was kind of hoping this, that they would do it. But, you know, oh, well. And it'll be it'll be interesting. And I can't tell. I can't read the room on Twitter very well to see if people are happy or not. But um, people seem to think it'll be tough. But also they're upset mm. we won't be able to, 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 to see it, you know, mm. to be there. Uh, but we'll, you know, whatever. But uh, I, I just want to say I wish, wish you guys the best over the, the course of the season. Um, we'll have to get you to come over on the show at some point and, uh, and just chat about a game and, and see how things are going and, and check in and see how, how poorly my predictions are, are, are shaping up. <laughs> that would be great. Love to have you on, yeah. Oh, actually, actually, <laughs> you know what? Before we let you go, you know, we always have a question that we ask our, our guests. Oh, OK. Uh, and say we've, we've our haunted house and, and messy crouch question have now been replaced. We have one new question and we could try it out on you. OK, so would you rather have uh, a saint's tattoo on your head or a Pompey tattoo on your ass? What part of my head? Forehead. It's got to be right Just in the middle. Just the other forehead. forehead. <laughs> Most visible part. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I shave my head, so like I, I could go back of the head. Like either way, this is not like this is this go. I told my kids, you can get a tattoo anywhere you want, just not your neck or your face. Like don't be an idiot. Um, but I can't get a fourth <laughs> tattoo, so it's got to be a Saint's tattoo in my head without without oh! really much without really much question. Um, I I uh, am I going to regret it? Only if they misspell Saints. You know, only when they change the crest. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'll be fine until then. Do you know, I asked my 10 year old son this question. Right. And I'm not joking. This is exactly what he said. Without even thinking. He said he'll have the Pompey one because it proves that they're total asses. Oh, hey. <laughs> I was like, nice one, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just just fist pound and move on with your life. Cause that's that's the answer, I guess. Um, I, had to, I had to go for the Pompey one, I'm afraid. Because no one's going to see that, right? Oh, you're hoping somebody's going to see it at some point, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm 35, but I still tend to moon people quite often. So <laughs> <laughs> Certainly would not be doing it then. Um, Kev, what about you? What would you do? Um, I think I'd have to bite the bullet and go for the, yeah, the, for the um, Pompey tattoo on the batty. <laughs> okay. I, 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 love my, I love my club, but... You know, not that much. Um, I don't yeah. have any tattoos, and I don't have any plans for any tattoos. Um, but yeah, definitely not on the face. Not on the forehead, no. And, okay. And, yeah. I mean, in Polish, they, you can say, yeah, like, yeah, I have, I have you in my ass. <laughs> that's that's something that completely. That, that sounds completely well. different. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that that's been pretty much what, like what your son said. Um, yeah. <laughs> to the okay. Ass Right, yeah, Matt. Thanks again. Thanks for joining us. And th- again, getting up so early for us. I mean, it's 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 ah. just me and Kevin. It's no, it's just not pleasure. worth it. My pleasure. No, it's totally worth it. This is <laughs> this is why this is why we do it. This is this is the whole the whole thing is that we can get together and 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 chat. And you know, I only know you you two because of of the team and because of the shows. And that's this is the whole the whole reason behind it. So if I don't get up early for this, I shouldn't get up early for. I would say anything because sometimes there are things worth getting out for, but this is definitely one of them. So thanks, oh. thanks for having me, and uh, I hope you guys have a, a great week and, and good luck this season. And uh, we'll we'll you get see. you on the other side and uh, yeah, do the reverse the reverse fixture, I guess. Excellent. Yeah, way in. Yeah, yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure, Matt, as always. Um, yeah, good luck for the best of the season, and uh, yeah, keep marching on. Yeah, hopefully I don't uh, hopefully I don't waste all the good takes uh, for you guys. Hold on, uh, 
when I talk, talk to Lizzie on my show, I'll just be completely drained. Uh, but but um, anyway, all right, yes. I'll, 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 I'll get off of you. I'll get out of your hair. I'll talk to you guys later. Cool. Cheers, Matt. All right. Cheers, mate. Hi, I'm Matt Letizier, and thank you for listening to In That Number. Okay, extra time segment then, Kevin. Um, next week, by the way, we're going to be joined by new signing of ours, Tim Bysance. Tim is going to be joining us on a regular basis um, from next week. Uh, that should be good. That should be good. I'm looking forward to that. Um, okay. Yes, and our Discord. It's, we've got. We've recently started this Discord channel. It's a, it's a, it's a chat room, if you don't know. Um, all the listeners of the show, so all, all two of them. Uh, are on there um if you fancy joining give us a message or something and say you fancy coming on and you know yeah come and chat to us it doesn't have to be about football it could be about anything you want but yeah just um yeah come and join there's more than two of us there i think we're having quite a a good uh, time in there actually it's uh, some quite enjoyable discussions just uh, general talking shit and um yeah updates about different saints related topics and exactly. some American sports that I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But come come and join anyway. Um, and Super 6 is now fully operational. Um, if you would like to join our league, the 2020-2021 in that number, Super 6 League, the code is WZMNX8. That's WZMNX8. And fantasy football. Uh, Kev, that's all set and ready to go, isn't it? Yes. Um, we'll obviously stick a link up um, in the show notes so that you can uh, join on in. But, yeah, we, our league is ra- rather large already, if I do say so myself. That's what she I, said. That's <laughs> what your mum said. Um, <laughs> it's also on our Instagram as well. So if you need the codes for them at any point, go onto our Instagram. You've got the Fantasy Football one and the Super 6 one on there. Yes. But yeah, the code is for the fantasy football is H X E L B X H X E L B X. So yeah, please join and uh, come and beat me. So I, I want to start this season uh, by setting a president and a president, a president, a president. <laughs> setting a president. Can I be the president? Um, you can be the president, and I'll set the precedent. Um, yeah, I, I want us to commit to more chance this season. So I'm going to challenge you, um, give you a a little bit of a head start. We've only got one new signing, really, and that's Mohamed Silisso. So, of course, we're going to need, he's going to need a new chance. So, yeah, why don't we do that next week? Okay. Yeah. Can you handle it? Um, I think so. I hope so. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Uh, Kevin, Russian phrase this week. Okay. Do you have one? Yes, so we decided to go with the open season theme, right? Mm. Okay, so just for laugh, um, that particular... Um, have you seen it, by the way? Uh, possibly. Long time ago. I can't remember. If I did, it didn't leave a massive impact. It's, it's all right. Um, the end was love it, though. Um, so I definitely have watched it in Russian, and in Russian it's called... Um, it's called Hunt Season. Yeah, Season Achop. Season Achonte. Did you say hunt? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It is hunt season. Hunt. So yeah, hunt is a, a hota. A hota. Yeah, so season a hota is yeah. Season a hota. Season a hota. Yeah. Season a hota. The season of the hunt. 
And then you are. And we're in the hunt for some points, right? Yeah. We are indeed. Uh, Crystal Palace next week. Yes. And then we've got fucking Brentford. I can't believe the premonition came true. That is weird, isn't it? That's really fucking weird. That's freaked me out. You could have a career there. So if you combine that with, um, you know, sports betting predictions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, I could be like that, you know, that octopus in the World Cup. Was it the octopus? Yeah, Paul the octopus. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, right. Anyway, thanks to Matt Markstone for his early shift with us. Um, and, of course, our away fan, Matt Swallow, for giving us all the information on Crystal Palace. Um, and, yeah, so we look forward to next week to actually previewing some or reviewing some actual football. Um, and, as I say, we've got um, Tim, Tim coming on to join us. So, yeah, look forward to that one. So, until then, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Bang! And the pod is done. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.